Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode, another How's Your Head. You guys have been absolutely loving these ones and I'm so, so grateful for all the support so far. I feel like these are becoming even more popular than the normal health classes you missed episodes, which is interesting. I'm loving it. I absolutely love doing these episodes. I have got an absolute legend in here with me today. Uh, I am friends with this person. (laughs) feels weird saying this person when you're right in front of me. Lee, I'm friends with you, Lee, through my partner Stratos. So you and him were mates. I don't even know how you guys met. Uh, Went to primary school together, first of all. Did you? I didn't even know that. There you go. um, Stratos came to Waddleview, so represent. Okay. Uh, And then as well as that, I'm friends, like mutual friends with people he went to high school with. And then it all just blossomed from there. But I love Stratos. Yes. Don't we all? Don't we all? Um, You're also a teacher. Yes. You're a primary school teacher, so we've got teaching in yeah, common. Yeah, and I think we've spoken about that a few times. Yes, ish. we've uh, talked a lot of smack about the crew. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's good. Love it. Uh, I feel like you are just a very genuine human being. Thank You're you. always a good time, always a good vibe. I always love hanging out with you. So, yeah. Lee, thank you for coming in today. No worries. Thanks how's, for having me. How's your head? Yeah, my head's um, a bit mixed at the moment, mm-hmm. and I think we'll kind of get into that as to why. So, yep. I feel like life at the moment's a little bit bittersweet. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm moving to Adelaide soon. So, my partner Sally, who you also used to work with, I yes, believe. Yes, I so, did. Me and my brother both used to work with Sally at Zagami. So, yeah. again, represent. That's it. So, I think we're just <laughs> destined to like be friends with each other because yes. of all these connections. Absolutely. But she was lucky enough to get into a musical theatre course at the University of Adelaide, which has been her sort of dream since she was had finished high school and even before then. So at the moment, it's been really nice to have a think about how my head is because um, I'm sort of in the midst of getting ready to move to Adelaide and and pack everything up and um, move my life from Victoria where I've lived my whole life and and move over to South Australia. So That's crazy. So like how are you feeling? Um, It's a really weird one and I, I think this is the question I've been asked most often in the last sort of... I don't know, since I've said I was moving, which was sort of towards the end of last year. Yeah. And it's always, I find it really hard to give an answer because obviously there's so many exciting things that come with living with a partner. So um, Sal and I have been together for almost 10 years now. I was so going to say, you guys have been together for so, so long. Yeah, so I think the yeah. the main comment when I said, oh, we're moving in together was like about time. What have you waited so long for? So you never lived together before? No, not really. Just yeah. like... Um, small periods, obviously during lockdown, like yep. we were between each other's houses and couldn't do much else. So might as well go see Sal. Um, yep. And then she was in Perth actually last year as well. So over there, lived together for a couple of weeks when I'd normally go and stay over there, but not 
not outside of that. Yeah, wow. And so, like you said, bittersweet, right? Because you've obviously, you've always lived in Melbourne, I'm assuming. Yep. So you've always been here, the gully. Yes. Yes, out in the gully. Anyone who's from that area knows it's very tight knit. It is. Everyone's friends with everyone. You kind of know everyone. It's very community based, which is lovely. So I guess, you know, the the excitement of going over and being with Sal and doing that together like that is huge. That's awesome. Yeah. But also leaving not only your mates, but also your family. How are they feeling? How's that all gone? Um, I think mum, excited is probably not the right word, but yeah. um, there was a possibility that we might be living in Perth as well. So Adelaide's a little bit closer, bit closer and drivable and things like that. Compared to something yeah. else, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So um, I think there was a bit of excitement there, but obviously- my family are a big part of my life. I, I try and get around there once a week sort of thing to go have dinner with mum and dad and see my sister who still lives at home. I've got one one sibling, just the younger sister. So, yeah, yeah, I still try and find time to sort of get home and see them, whereas now I'm not going to be able to do that. So that's quite sad too. And um, as you know, I'm quite a social person as well. Yes. So I think leaving like leaving my friends and sort of my, my support circles and things like that, as well as I played cricket club at the same cricket club for – the last 15 years, I think I've worked at the same work um, since I graduated from uni um, yeah. as a teacher. So leaving all those things that have been really big pillars of my life is a big change for me. And while it's sort of a sad time in that sense, I'm really excited for what the next chapter is going to bring to. So yeah. yeah, well, it's nice. And look, at least, you know, you're moving somewhere with Sal. So you're doing it together. I recently, I don't know if you listened to the How's Your Head with a guy called Alex who I called. He was like just a random guy. He's the first random person, actually the only random person that I've ever had on this podcast, which is fun. I should do that again soon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he moved somewhere to the Hunter Valley, I believe, on his own at 27. Yeah. And so similar thing. Do you actually, do you know anyone in Adelaide yourself? I'm assuming Sal's made some mates over there already. Yeah. So she's got um, friends from uni now and, and uni last year as well a few friends came with her yeah I've got a friend actually that I've taken a little bit of inspiration from her name's M she's recently moved to Melbourne from Adelaide so mm. there's a connection there so and the it's opposite. almost like it's almost like the trade deal obviously Adelaide's winning because I'm going over there but <laughs> absolutely they are um <laughs> so I've spoken to her a little bit about what's that like but in terms of uh knowing people from Adelaide not really um a few like friends of friends but outside yeah. of that don't really know it's kind of just starting again. You are like the new kid again. Yeah, that's it. God, that's exciting. And look, you are, like you said, such a social butterfly. So I have, you know, no worries for you. I think you're going to be absolutely fine. You're going to make all these mates and you're going to create a wonderful life over there. Obviously, we're all very sad to see you go. As I said, you are just the absolute life of the party all the time. And, you know, that kind of... Um, I want to say like sunshine, but I feel like that's such like a weird, <laughs> like a bright spark in the group, I Thanks, think, Vaughan. which is, yeah, you're going to definitely be be so missed over here. Thanks. Um, talking about specifically like kind of these times where you are maybe feeling a little bit down, a little bit up, a little bit confused. Like you said, there's all these emotions going on. What do you do day to day to help yourself mentally with that? Yeah, sure. And I did listen to a few other people's How's Your Head. So yep. Done your wanna, homework? Yeah, done my homework. <laughs> um, so I, I tried to think a little bit outside the box. Like obviously I've got my physical stuff. So like I go to gym a little bit. I've taken a bit of inspiration from you about running and have been doing a little Great. bit of that, but probably not as much. I tried to um, – when I, I decided I was giving up footy and a little while ago and I thought to sort of kind of counteract that, I went and bought this really expensive pair of running shoes. <laughs> 
Classic. And I was like, that's right, that's going to be my inspiration to run. And yep. uh, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but I've done I've done a few this year since the new year. So Is it the Hokers? The Hokers? No, I got uh, oh, some sort of Nike ones. They, okay, look, yep. they look awesome. They look I, cool. I just, you know what? That's all that matters. As long it. as they look cool. And um, <laughs> recently moving to St Kilda too, so I like run along the beach in like my nice new shoes. Yep. And I'm just like, this is great. You and look then, the part. And then uh, a week goes by and I haven't done another run and I'm like, all right, probably should dust them off again and get them out. So um, my housemate joked with me that I could sell them for brand new on Marketplace oh, about really? a couple of months ago. So I think that spurred me on a little bit to, oh, that's good. to go, all right, maybe it's time to start getting into it. And I, I feel like I'll have a little bit more time now. But yeah. some of the other things I've been doing recently um, – since the new year, I've tried to have a cold shower every morning. We love it. Yeah. We're on the cold shower train. I'm into it. I feel bad because I haven't listened to your like cold water exposure oh thing. God, how but, dare you? How dare you um, not listen to everyone? Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> another thing that it probably leads into this too, but I've been trying to spend a bit of time listening to podcasts and yep. doing like the whole self-growth sort of thing. Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, I currently live in St Kilda and I was working in Belgrave South. So every morning I'd sort of have an hour and then every afternoon I'd have an hour. So it's really, I thought it was really nice to to get in the car and to unwind from a day or to, to get ready from the day. Normally in the morning I'd listen to something that I found inspiring. So um, speaking of the cold water stuff, I listened, I think it's the Huberman podcast yes, a little bit. Yes, really good. He's good. I Ray find Rack. him, he's really heavy, but... Yep. So I feel like if I try and do it at the end of the day, there's no way because I can't sort of take it all in. But yep. um, that one, and I listened to The Imperfects, which mm-hmm. kind of reminds me a little bit of this podcast, but they oh, do it with thanks. famous people. Yeah. But um, You're pretty famous around the gully. Yeah, that's it. And it's probably <laughs> been a good learning too because they, everyone, like you you just realise how similar everyone is, I think, yep. listening to stuff like that. But um, they sort of go into why everyone's imperfect and there's things about everyone that they they can improve on and all that sort of stuff so um, I think that's yeah being quite helpful for me just to sort of I don't know you kind of get to your mid-20s and then you you sort of think like what am I doing like have all these existential sort of questions and you realize everyone sort of hasn't really got it figured out anyway and a co-worker of mine at work said, your life's over at at 25. No! And uh, I think um uh, Who said I, that? I'll get it. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll refute that claim a little bit because I feel like since 25, I'm now 28, I've grown a lot and that's even through COVID and things like that and learned things through there. So I think definitely that learning through like podcasts and try to do a little bit of reading too, although that probably hasn't been as consistent as well. Same with the running. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, reading and, and there's a really good book called um, 4,000 Weeks, I think it's called, by Oliver Berkman. I don't know okay. if you've heard of it down. before, but for no, anyone listening, it's... It's a good one and he, he sort of talks about that life's finite and you only get this this certain amount of time. So it's kind of like embracing the limited amount of time that you have rather yeah. than trying to cram everything in. And I think one of the reasons why I'm not too stressed about moving to Adelaide is that I know the people that matter for me will still be there no matter where I am. But yeah. it'll allow me maybe to focus on a few other things that I find important and I can – it's kind of like – having a mini clean out of your life without sort of or being forced to do that. So it'll it'll probably help me to sort of focus in on those things that I find really important in life and and just get down to those basic things. But yeah, it's a I'm uh, maybe a quarter of the way through. It's a really yeah. inspiring book I find and and it gives you some sort of time management tips from what he says is a, a productivity geek. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I love that. Yeah. You said so much just then that I'm like, "Yes." 
Yes, tick, tick, tick. And I love that you did your homework. I love that you are officially the first person to bring in notes. I'm yeah, obsessed it. with that. If, uh, I love it. If anyone's watching on, on YouTube, there you go. You've There's the notebook. The, the notebook uh, there. Do better. <laughs> no, I think um, it's really good to sit down and sort of reflect. And like you sent me through a few basic questions, yeah. but at the moment I am unemployed because I've uh, I quit my job. So yeah. it's nice to be able to sit down and sort of reflect on how you're feeling, give yourself time. And I think- well, on the one hand, I think being organised is really good for my mental health too. Like yeah. I try and um, hopefully not too hungover on a Sunday normally and try <laughs> and spend Sundays getting ready for the rest of the week, especially when I was teaching full time. Yep. But I think um, as well as that, not sort of feeling guilty about the downtime that you take and, and time for yourself for your own mental health and just doing things that you enjoy doing for the sake of of doing yeah. it's another sort of really good thing. A million well. percent. And that like coming back to that, the book that you're reading and the reminder that life is so short and that at the end of the day, we do only have a really short space of time to do the things that we want to do. And I personally feel like that's been a huge thing for me this year as well. And I, yeah, I totally get that. Why not go live in another state for a while? It doesn't have to be forever, even if it is. Who yeah. knows? Like, it's so exciting yeah. that you've got all this stuff ahead of you. You've, you know, left a job that you said you've been in since you graduated. So years and years, yeah. like you're making this big change. It's awesome. I yeah. really, I think that's really cool. And I love that you got those ideas that are a little bit different to what we kind of normally hear on yeah, here. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Really, really good. I want to quickly, um, this is off the general questions that I sent That's you. Fine. So uh, close your notebook. No, yeah. just kidding. Um, long distance. Yeah. Right? So you and Sal, you mentioned she was in Perth last year already. Yeah. So how long were you guys apart? Uh, so I think she left in Feb last year. Yeah. And since then I've been over there a couple of times, but yeah, yeah about just over a year now. Okay. Long distance. Do you have any tips for people who may be in the situation of long distance and who, you know, like you guys have been together for so many years and then all of a sudden you're apart. Do you have any tips for them? Um, I can, yeah, sort of speak about my experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, it is really difficult. I don't want to downplay that, but uh, I think in some ways it grew our relationship a little bit. Yeah. Sal will probably say that I'm not the best at communicating sometimes. And <laughs> yep. I think that's maybe a bit of a stereotypical um, male trait. So, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was good in that sense because while maybe we weren't seeing each other physically, I th still think we um, scheduled time really well and, and tried to make sure that we were prioritising time for us to spend some time just doing general things, talking about how our days were and things like that. And that's probably something that um, when we were together, we didn't prioritise as much. So yeah. I think that was a really nice thing to be able to sit down, obviously, it's hard to watch TV shows or do all your sort of normal comfort things while you're not physically together. So, yeah, yeah I think prioritising that time to actually sit there and be present with one another. I find that like because you're doing video calls on your phone, sometimes the temptation was to be chatting and then have something else up at the same time. But yep. I was trying really hard to not be on anything else and just fully focusing on what Sal was saying about her a day and then thinking about what, what was um, good about my day and, and and things like that. So I think that kind of leads into a nice thing about like gratitude and being grateful for things too because, yeah, yeah, like you had to think hard about the things that went well for you that day, which is something that you don't always always yeah. do. So That's true, isn't it? Because like uh, and I feel that sometimes strivers will get home and be like, how's it? Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, this, yeah, that. But when you've got that space between you where you actually this is our time to sit down and I think so many relationships that are, you know, 
seeing each other every day and they all live yeah. together, which maybe you'll, you'll experience yeah, that's it. now. Maybe it'll go out the window now that we've uh, <laughs> No, we've you have to practice now. You'll be fine. Yeah. But it is one of those things that you people don't uh, make the time for each other like that in that yeah. way. You, you know, maybe while you're having dinner or whatever else. But I found, you know, in my experience, it is something that you really do need to lock out. And so, like, you kind of have no choice when it's long distance, yeah, really. If you it. want to talk to each other, that's yeah, what you yeah. have to do. Yeah, and you do. You, you end up running out of things to talk about naturally because yep. you, you're trying to talk every day and things like that. But I definitely think uh, scheduling that time in was a good thing for us and probably grew our relationship, if anything. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. So that's that's one tip. I don't yep. know. Outside of that, I can't really think of too much else. But, yep. um, yeah, I think that one's a really good one for, for anyone um, doing long distance. Just make sure you're scheduling in that time and, and taking that time out to actually talk to each other and sort of think about what you appreciated about that day and things like that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Love it. So obviously big life change. You're yeah. doing lots and maybe this, you know, the answer to this question will be something uh, more recent. Maybe it was a while ago. I don't know. I want you to tell me the last time that you felt really, really proud of yourself. This is one of my favorite questions yeah. to ask. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the last time that I felt really, or there's a couple of times when I felt quite proud of myself. So when I was finishing up at work, we did like a after work sort of thing where, yeah, it was like a going away thing. And it was a bit strange too, because I started the the working year like normal. So normally when you finish up as a teacher, obviously it's sort of towards the end of the year and the kids are leaving and all that sort of stuff as well. So it, it comes around Christmas time and you've sort of got everything else on, but Starting off the year, I knew I had like a limited time at the school left. And I do really, like, I really cared about the school that I work at and still yeah. do. And hopefully one day I'll be able to go back there or, or go in and at least visit the kids and stuff like that. But yeah, when it when it got to the end, it was a, it was a bit of an emotional week for me. And I was like, this is such a big part of my life that now is just gone. Yeah. But at the, like the sort of afterworks drinks that we did, um, a few people got up and spoke about my time there at the school and... I don't know, sort of in your day-to-day life, you don't sort of think about the influence that you have or you might get caught up in how busy you are and things like that. But I think it was a really nice thing to hear some um, positive words said about yourself. And I guess it's a good reminder of why, like obviously being a teacher, why you, you become a teacher, but a good reminder that people notice the things that you do during the day. And, and yeah, that was quite a proud moment for me. I, I got a bit emotional listening to some of the people that I care about talk about me and say such nice words, like saying things like you're a role model for the kids and things like that. Yeah. Like that's a really nice thing to hear. So I think that was certainly one time where I felt quite proud, although I do have my mum to thank a little bit for that because the my principal at the school, he stood up and did a bit of a chat and he said at the start, so... I did substitute teaching work at the school for a little bit of time yep. um, before that. And then in the summer holidays, they gave me a call and it was just after I'd come back from Europe and I was like, I don't think I'm really ready to work yet and go full into full-time full yeah. time stuff. It's I don't want to do thing. that. <laughs> so he rang me and this is quite odd for for teachers, but he rang me and said like, we'd really, we really think you'd be suited for the, the job that we've got going and stuff like that. And then, so anyway, um, I, I sort of being a bit young and naive, I just went, oh, look, thanks for the offer. It's not really for me. I think I'm gonna, just going to keep doing some Live teaching work. Live my best life, CRT, travel leave and everything at the end like of the that. day, no stress. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> but then so I got home that night and I had a bit of a chat to mum and mum sort of told me something along the lines of, what do you mean 
you've turned down a job like this school you obviously enjoy working there like ring them back and beg for the job and anyway so I did and um, it's one of the best things I've ever done so yeah. so thanks mum and it was quite funny to hear from the print he got up and he said oh thank you to your mum I don't know what she said to you but yeah we've, we've loved having you here sort of thing so yeah thanks to mum on that one but that was another sort of funny part of, of finishing up and then I think just one other time around Christmas time you normally get some nice Christmas cards from the kids so yes um I've still got a few of them at home actually and I sort of keep them and tuck them away and when it's a, a bad day of teaching, you kind of go, all right, time to get them out and have get a bit the cards of a read, out, and, have and, a read. And, and why you're doing it still. But yeah. um, that was another really proud moment, just sort of seeing I, I work really hard at building relationships with the kids. So I think seeing that come to fruition over a full year was a really nice thing. So that was another moment that I was proud quite recently. Yeah. Oh, how nice is that? I absolutely love that. And I think it goes back to that point of tell people – that you appreciate them and what they do more often. Because like you said, you don't think that people even notice some of the maybe extra things that you do throughout the day until they're leaving and then yeah. they mention it. And obviously that is such a wonderful thing that they all got up and, and talked about you and told you really nice things and, yeah. and told you that they appreciate you and they were happy to have you there. Like that's You fantastic. always feel kind of uncomfortable with people like speaking the about you like that. You know, <laughs> it's kind of sitting back but... Um, yeah. In reflection, it's a really nice thing to hear, I guess. So, so nice. And I love that, that you've got those cards from kids just to remind you, again, why you do it. I think anyone listening, not just teachers, but if you've got a stressful job at all, sometimes all you need is one reminder just to be like, yeah. oh, this is it. I'm making an impact. I'm doing what I love. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think that's absolutely awesome. So there you go. Uh, tip number, I don't know how many tips I've given on this podcast, tell someone that you appreciate them when yep. you hit this podcast. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> All right. So kind of similar question maybe, um, but I want to know when was the last time that the world showed you kindness? And like I said, I do have a notebook here. So I thought yes. about this one long and hard <laughs> and I think this one was really hard to answer. Um, okay. Maybe not the last time, but I just feel really grateful and I might talk about gratitude Um at some stage too. Yeah. But my upbringing and my family are, are something that are quite close to me. And again, like I said, I am sad to be leaving them, but I yeah. think definitely the upbringing that I have hopefully led to me having some of the qualities that other people admire in me. So there are certainly like, I, I just feel really lucky to have my mum, my dad and my sister. Certainly dad, like, like all dads, I feel like he chooses the most inopportune times to do certain things like we'll be getting ready to go out for dinner and he'll be out in the backyard like, like mowing the lawn or something mowing the lawn, yep. picking up dog poo something like that <laughs> and it'll always end up with mum yelling at him like hurry up and get inside yep. and get ready <laughs> yeah. um but i think certainly something that i appreciate about my dad would be his work ethic so and again this is probably leading into tell these people so hopefully i don't know dad if you'll listen but yeah, come on, or, get or on my the family if, if you'll listen but <laughs> Um, I'll certainly be sure to tell them. But I think dad works in construction and works like six days a week, does all the overtime and things like that and used to come home quite late when I was young all to sort of provide for the family. So I think I'm really lucky to have dad. And again, some people don't necessarily have that that support during their family, but yeah. I, I've felt really lucky for dad going and doing all that hard work in order for me and my sister to be as successful as we can be. So that's a really yeah. nice thing too. And then- How lovely. Mum's super relaxed. I feel like I get some of my sort of relaxed demeanour from her. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that I appreciate too. But she, 
um, works in aged care as well. So she's got that quite caring thing. And I, it took her a little while to sort of find that. But yeah, we, we talk on the phone a fair bit, even if we don't see each other. And she always sort of um, has a, a bit of a quiet whinge about her job and things like that. And I, I sort of think, why do you do it, mum? But I think she just cares so much about the the people that she works for at the aged care home as well. So that's yeah. another really nice quality that I feel like I've taken a You've bit from mum. You've got the care from her. I get it. Yeah. My mum's an aged care. Oh, she's like a standard nurse now, but was an aged care nurse for many years. So yeah, 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 that's it. It so. takes a special kind of person to do that Absolutely. job, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, everyone says they couldn't be a teacher. I don't think I could work in aged care. No, I just think yeah. it's a, a step too far for me. Yep. And then my sister too, I've taken a yep. bit of inspiration from her recently. So hopefully she doesn't mind me sharing this. But anyway, yep. she's um, recently split up with her partner and they've been together for almost as long as me and Sal. But wow, yes, yeah, so a big life change. Big life change, yep. but certainly going through my big life change, she's just sort of taken it in her stride and been like, oh, this is great for me. Like I'm starting to learn who I am as a person. So that's been really inspiring for me too. So that's, I think, what like my my family, a um, bit of a gushing moment for them. So yeah. um, oh, that's really that. nice. But that's a that's a time when I, I've felt real kindness. So I feel very privileged to to have them in my life. And I think yeah. my friendships that I keep too, um, like I said, I am quite a social person. But yeah, yeah there's certainly lots of people I feel like in my life that I could turn to and talk to about anything I needed to and and kind of, yeah, they're just there to lean on them sort of thing. So I feel like yeah. I'm really lucky in that sense too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that I've asked you, pick a moment and you have so much gratitude that you're, you know, there's no pinpoint. It's just like here's this gushing answer of every part of my life where I feel grateful for for what I have. I absolutely love that. I think that's amazing. And I talk a lot about support on this podcast and support systems and making sure, you know, people have or are aware of the relationships that they have that they can then, you know, go to if they need something or they want to talk, like you said. Um, and I just think that's, yeah, it's amazing that you sound like you've got such a nice, lovely, close-knit support system around you. And yeah. I mean, I see that with all your mates, obviously. Um, I am like an outside character f- on that friendship group. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not anymore, but, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I'm looking yeah, yeah. in most of the time and yeah. I just, yeah, I see that with all your mates as well. Yeah. I just think that's that's so lovely. Yeah. And that's, I think as you get older, you probably lose friendships too. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that's maybe younger listening, I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. I always... I think when I was a bit younger, I always thought maybe something went wrong in a friendship or you weren't quite as close to anyone anymore. I certainly took that a lot to heart. So uh, I'm a bit of a people pleaser, I feel like too, uh, and that kind of comes out in in my nature. But I think, yeah, maybe when I was a little bit younger, I I sort of thought like, is there something wrong here? Is there something that I'm not doing or contributing to this friendship? But I think as you grow up and get a little bit older, those people that you sort of care about and those ones that mean the most to you will stick around sort of no matter what. Yep. So I think it might not necessarily be a bad thing maybe to lose sometimes friendships and that goes back to that time management sort of stuff. Like you might yeah. not keep the same friendships over your life, but you keep those really strong ones. So. I think that's such a good lesson, that quality over quantity thing um, that you hear. And I remember hearing about that when I was younger and I was like, I don't get it. But it's so true. As you grow up, you've got those friendships that are unwavering and you just know you maybe you don't see them for six months, which, you know, is probably what's going to yeah, happen with you yeah, in Adelaide sure. now. But you know the people that you are close to and that, you know, you have those really, really tight-knit friendships with, you are going to stick with them and it's going to be fine. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have 20 
mates in this huge friendship group, you only need a couple to have a really strong support system. I think that's so important. Yeah. I love that. I've really, I've really enjoyed this so far. Thanks, Mon. I love it. All right. Last question. You are maybe, I don't want to say you get to Adelaide and be sad. I'm trying to think. You're driving over and you're yeah. thinking, oh, feeling a little bit blue. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit blue. I've got eight hours ahead of me, eight and a half. I've got all my stuff in the back. I mean, I'm really excited to go see Sal, but I'm sad to be leaving my family and my mates. You need to put a song on on the AUX chord, gets you up and about again. What is it? Or multiple. I don't mind. How many can I choose you here? Can I feel give like- me as many as you want. I'll... I'll, I'll leave it at three because okay. I feel like I've seen people pick three before. I feel like that's a, that's a good number. Good number. Done. Um, and for those that have known me long enough, I do still probably harbour hopes of being a DJ one day. So hopefully my... Uh, <laughs> Maybe your career's going to take off in Adelaide. Yeah, that's it. Many I'll, DJs in Adelaide, I would not think so. so no, that's uh, it. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll buy a pair of decks and then play some pretty ordinary songs for everyone to listen to. But um, I think certainly one... Um, that sticks out for me is It's Nice to Be Alive by Ballpark Music. Oh, which a is banger. Absolute classic song. Yeah. Um, but I feel like sometimes I don't really listen to the lyrics in songs and then that one just really sticks out for me because it's a sort of a nice message yep. in the song, I guess. There you go. Lovely. Another one when I'm feeling a bit down and sort of picks me back up is Bad Day by Daniel Powder. It's a bit of oh, an old one. Because you had a bad yeah, day. Yeah, that's yep. the one. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you need to stop singing on this podcast. That's right. Yep. You've got a lovely voice, <laughs> one, you know. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so that one's a really like sort of nostalgic one that you sort of feel like young again and takes you back to the first time you heard it. And, yeah. Um, it's a cool song. Love that. And then for when I really need like a pump up or a pick me up forever by, it's by Eminem, Drake, Lil Wayne and Kanye West. It's a wow, big like okay. collab and it's got like, I'm pretty sure the film clip's got like LeBron in it and it's a like <laughs> full on theatrical thing. Yeah. But it's just like my go-to like pump up song for like runs or gym or something like that. So that okay. one. Okay. It's a bit angry, like I liked it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah cool. it's, it's like, yeah. You, I'm you, sure I know it when I listen to yeah, it. You feel People like give you can, me the names and I'm like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but no, certainly, yeah, you feel like you can run through a brick wall while you're yes, listening to it. that's so, good. I yeah, like that up, vibe. I like that. Sort of, sort of one. So, yeah, yeah. They're, my, they're my three. So hopefully uh, when they're on the, the playlist. Oh, the they other, will be going on the playlist. The other people you know enjoy it. them. Absolutely. Yeah. I As I always say, I listen to that playlist literally every day of my life. I love it. Yep. I think it's such a good mix of songs. Yep. It's amazing. If you haven't checked it out, make sure that you do. And it's in the show notes. because It I was, is in the show notes. I Thank to, you. Uh, I had to message you and be like, hey, where do I where do I find it to have a listen? But um, in the show Always notes. Always in the show notes, you know. Yeah. It's not for fun. No, There's a it. reason. Yeah, read through it. That's <laughs> what I say to my students. The lesson plan is not there for fun, you yeah, know. Read it. Yep. Read the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Lee. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for, you know, taking the time and the effort to come to the studio and sit with me. And I know that we were at your going away on Saturday night and I was like, woohoo, Lee, you want to come on the podcast this week? And then I had to message you a couple of days later because I was like, oh, I hope you remember having that conversation. <laughs> no, absolutely. And thank you as well. I like okay. listening to the the podcast and the, the other people as well. I think you just realize sort of everyone's going through similar sort of stuff and Certainly listening back on a few of the other ones, there were things that inspired me from just other people's messages too. So thank you for for doing this. And I think I always am hard on my students to like push them out of their comfort zone. So I think me stepping out my outside of my comfort zone and yeah. coming on here was something. It's really that's, good. And you should be proud of yourself because yeah. it's not easy. Honestly, it's not. And I yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And thank you. 
Thank you for listening. Thank Thank you. you. I'm glad that you're getting something out of it. I hope everyone is. Um, You know, it's the whole point of it. So I'm glad to hear that firsthand. I'm going to bloody miss you. Yeah, I'm going to miss you too. I'm a little bit sad now, but that's okay. We'll... uh, We'll have to have some uh, FaceTime calls where we sit and we all chat and yeah, we, that's it. we take the present time to... I, uh... um, yeah, <laughs> I've yeah trying to call people, that's something that I've like picked up a little bit recently to try and just like buzz them and be like, how are you going? So yep. get used I'll, to uh, it. I'll give you a call. Oh, you it's all right. Do we it. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Yeah. Thank cool. you. All right. Thanks very much, Juan. Bye. Bye. Hey, team. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow, or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks, guys. See you later.